Previously on Transformers University, we met the cast of Seasons 1, 2, and Transformers the Movie, and we're going to continue that tradition as we start up on Season 3 right now on Transformers University. Hello, my friend, and welcome to episode number 58 of Transformers University. I am your host, Anthony Bricali, owner-operator Madman, behind tfu.info, the Toy Archive, the social media, this podcast, and more. And today, we are doing one of our special video episodes. Transformers, meet the cast, season three. And boy, there are a lot of new people in season three. This episode took a really long time to put together. And so my apologies right now for the delay. Um, Digging up info on a lot of these folks, because a big chunk of them uh, didn't go on to do much else uh, or didn't do much else before and then died. Um, It it, it was uh, quite the adventure finding clips for this, but it it all worked out and it's actually pretty cool. And uh, there's even some cool uh, early early uh, acting performances from people that uh, went on to do much, much bigger things. And uh, I won't spoil any of, of what's coming, but uh, it's it's great. Uh, there's some great stuff in here. Uh, that's really all I wanted to say before we, we get into the video. Uh, so I'm not going to hold you up. Uh, we got a lot still coming with the show. So I just want to thank you all for your patience in uh, waiting on this particular episode. Uh, if you're new to the show, then you didn't have to wait. But... Uh, for those who have been with us for the previous 57 episodes, uh, I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart because uh, I really didn't want this episode to take so long to get put together. So with that said, without further ado, it's time to meet the cast of Transformers Season 3. Hot off the heels of Transformers the movie, Season 3 of the cartoon would debut a little more than a month after the film's release. Some characters retained their voices from the film, yet many of the celebrities jumped ship on the way back to the small screen. Jack Angel took over voicing Ultra Magnus, John Stevenson took over the role of Cup, and Frank Welker would continue to lead the Decepticons, this time as Galvatron, albeit a little bit unhinged. And then crush the Autobots to scrap! Crush the Earth and its puny humanity! Crush anyone, anything that dares to oppose us! Dick Gautier joined the Transformers cast, though at the time, many already knew him as another robot, Get Smart's Jaime. Jaime, where is my cigarette? I put it in my pocket. You put it in your pocket. May I ask why you put it in your pocket? It was getting the ashtray dirty again. <laughs> Gautier would take over the role of the newly anointed Autobot leader, Rodimus Prime. This planet is quarantined. Nobody comes, nobody goes until we find Cup, Spike, and Magnus. But it appears he may not have been the first choice for the part. Going by the recap from the season's second episode, Ted Schwartz may have been originally cast as Rodimus. This planet is quarantined. Nobody comes, nobody goes until we find Cup, Spike, and Magnus. Schwartz had a handful of on-camera roles in his career, such as this one on the sitcom Barney Miller. Don't anybody crowd me or my pants are coming off. Schwartz would also voice the minibot tailgate in his only speaking line. The rest of the new minibots were voiced by established TF actors. Hal Rail voiced Pipes, Dan Gilvezan and Greg Berger split Australian accent duties for Outback, and Swerve was voiced by, well, no one. He didn't have any lines. Neither would Metroplex's tank Slammer, though Chris Lotta was listed on a script as his voice. 
Metroplex would be voiced by Transformers veteran Bud Davis. For the Autobot City's other partners, Scamper was played by Dan Gilbazan, and Six Gun did appear in one episode. We're gathered here, as you know, to figure out if any of you Dinobots was involved in stealing Fort Knox and the Taj Mahal. And that voice is none other than Maurice LaMarche. You probably know him as The Brain from Pinky and the Brain, as well as hundreds of other voices since 1980. But he spent the early part of his Hollywood career, like many others, doing stand-up. I went out and bought the uh, video cassette of Star Trek III, The Search for Spock. I think this was the best Star Trek movie yet. The problem I had with it was the guy they had playing the Klingon general in this film. Very fine actor. His name was Chris, uh, Christopher Lloyd. Uh, but he also plays Jim Ignatowski on the TV series Taxi. Uh... Admiral Kirk! Uh, you don't want to give me the Genesis device? Okie doke. But not every stand-up turned voice actor had a Christopher Lloyd bit in the 80s, right? Well, that may be an expensive timepiece, but why the heck can't you wear a wristwatch like everyone else? Before winning three Emmys for playing Robert Barone on Everybody Loves Raymond, Brad Garrett's earliest work was doing voices on cartoons. His first voice role was as Hulk Hogan on Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Horses. Who needs them? They're just a pain. Ow! Followed shortly thereafter as the Decepticon City Trypticon. While some Transformers actors were stand-up comics, others just played them in films. If I told you how old this man was, you wouldn't believe me. Should I tell him? Huh? Should I? We're talking light years. Despite not knowing that light years are a measure of distance and not time, Roger Bear would voice both of the Decepticon battle chargers, run about and run amok. Hold it right there! Galvatron, put a bounty on your head! Tony Pope holds the distinction of being the first voice you hear in Back to the Future. October is inventory time, so right now, Statler Toyota is making the best deals of the year on all 1985 model Toyotas. And would take over for Eric Idle as Rekgar in Season 3. There is nothing wrong with your television set. We are controlling transmission. We control the horizontal. We control the vertical. We got the touch. A career voiceover artist, Pope was the voice of Hasbro's wildly popular 90s toy, Furby. We love you. The five faces of the Quintessence saw numerous actors swap in and out of the roles, but their pets, the Sharktacons, had two speaking lines in the series. Bud Davis lent his voice to the first one. Now, damn me! While Frank Welker voiced the other. Get him! Them all! We met three new triple changers in season three, each with a new actor. Jerry Hauser played Sandstorm, as well as the junkie on later known as Junkyard, and he also played Marsha Brady's husband on a number of Brady Bunch spin-offs, beginning with The Brady Brides. Hauser is also well known for his role as Killer Carlson in the hockey film. Slapshot. The combination jet fighter aircraft carrier broadside was played by voice actor and screenwriter Bill Martin, best known for writing the film Harry and the Hendersons. He also performed a number of comedy sketches under the name Sir William in Moments 
with Sir William. Zippy said, Mom, don't cry. I must go to L.A. All the show business action is there. Why, just look what it's done for the duck and the bunny. And don't forget Smokey the Bear. The new Decepticon triple changer, Octane, was voiced by Bo Weaver. No, that's not it. A little more here. Yeah, that's better. Transformers was one of his earliest roles, and Weaver continues to this day as one of Hollywood's most prolific voices for commercials and trailers. No, you can't use that voice in public. You know, if you went into a store and said, I'd like a can of peas, please. You know, they'd throw you out. They'd call security. Another voice you might be familiar with is Bill Ratner. I prefer to stay incognito, but since it's Oral Health Month at the Publix Pharmacy, it's my one shot to mouth off. Though you probably know him better as the G.I. Joe codenamed Flint, Flint's given name was Deshiel Fairborn, and in a neat season three Easter egg, we follow some of the adventures of his daughter, Marissa, voiced by Susan Blue. Marissa! Dad! <sighs> as the Autobots' adventures progressed further into space, they would need a shuttle, and that shuttle would be Skylinks. Hollywood veteran Aaron Kincaid would lend his voice talents to the role. A teen heartthrob in the 1960s, Kincaid appeared in numerous beach party movies of the era. Later in life, Kincaid would find a second career as a painter. Last time they took the stars, what will they steal from us this time? Of the many alien races the Transformers would meet in Season 3, Denise Mora would join the cast as the new Zemojin Empress. Mora's only other role was in Beasties. We're back! Nope, not the Canadian version of Beast Wars, but the film Beasties, considered one of the worst horror movies of all time. Thank you for the update. We shall see how your Skylings fares against the Predacons. The Predacons would be comprised of a mix of old and new voices. Of the old guard, Bud Davis would play their combined form of Predaking, Philip Clark was Tantrum, and Laurie Fassa was both Dive Bomb and Rampage. This man in the dress, that's Ron Feinberg. Dark Ron, lightweight, easy care, good choice. The voice of Hedgestrong. It's me! You will recognize me now! And you'll recognize this voice. The spirits will materialize only if you remain safely seated with your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside. And watch your children, please. As Joe Leahy, voice of Predacon leader Razorclaw. Ah, but the battle between the Predacons and the Autobots continues! And the sharing of voices between Autobot and Decepticon teams continued in Season 3 with the Technobots and Terracons. Tony St. James would be the only carryover from Season 2 to voice members of these teams as both Blot and Cutthroat. David Workman would voice one of Sinner Twin's heads, as well as the Autobot drill tank, Nosecone. Is this where you wanted to go, Grimlock? Workman had a number of character roles in the 80s and 90s, such as Madame's Place, a sitcom that starred a puppet, a very young Corey Feldman, and the voice of Vortex and Swindle, Johnny Hamer. Workman played himself and sang for laughs. <laughs> Jared Barclay would voice Sinner Twin's other head, as well as the Transformer-hating human, Gregory Swafford. We can use his metal, a 
as raw material for making more of our alloy. Before becoming a voice actor, Barclay appeared in numerous westerns and sci-fi films in the 50s and 60s, including the Roger Corman film War of the Satellites, where his feelings on alien life weren't terribly different. I was born a human and I'll die one before I'll join a race that kills innocent people for abstract ideas. Hunger's two heads also had separate voices. One was voiced by Marshall Efron, who I've heard is often confused for Dick Cavett. Families come in cars and I take pictures with them, buses full of people, and then their teenage girls come after me trying to get my clothing, my pants, my shirt. The other half of the Terracon leader was voiced by Stephen Keener. He'd also voiced the Technobot leader, Scattershot. But I thought you were our leader. Keener would go on to voice a host of other characters in season four, but after Transformers, he quit acting altogether. I started a construction company. But he occasionally makes convention appearances. Combined, the Terracons form Abominus, voiced by Jim Gosa. Transformers was his final role, but this character actor is probably best known for getting shot by Clint Eastwood in High Plains Drifter. The combined form of the Technobots, Computron. Estimated probability of victory in one-to-one -one combat, 48.027%. Was voiced by veteran character actor Burt Kramer who had roles on M.A.S.H., Full House, and Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. They call me Lightspeed, faster than a speeding photon. However, this Lightspeed was voiced by Danny Mann, who's probably best known for playing Hector on the cartoon Heathcliff. The technobot named Strafe was voiced by Steve Bullen. Ripper Snapper don't want to stop now! Finally, Ripper Snapper and Afterburner were two of the earliest roles for Jim Cummings. With over 500 credits to his name, Cummings is a staple in American animation as delighted adults and children alike, particularly as... Winnie the Pooh. Pooh for short. And Tigger, too. I'm the only one. He does that a lot. And hey, that's Brad Garrett as Eeyore, which is a great way to put a bow on this episode of Transformers University. As always, you can catch this and all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube, so be sure to subscribe. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Brucalli, owner-operator, madman behind TFU.info. See ya. And don't forget, you can catch the video version of this podcast on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TFUinfo. Uh, you'll find uh, it's a full-on video that's not like our normal podcast where uh, it's just the artwork. Uh, this is a fully edited video that we always do with the Meet the Cast episodes. So I could go through the spiel of all the ways you can get in touch with the site, like Twitter at TFU underscore info or on Facebook, facebook.com slash tfuinfo, uh, or how you can help support the site, uh, tfu.info slash Amazon. But I'm just going to leave it with just those quick little hits. Next time on the show, we are jumping into Season 3. We are talking the first five episodes of Season 3, also known as Five Faces of Darkness. It's a five-parter, and we are going to get into it in Episode 59 of Transformers University. So... Until next time, see ya.